Good morning all and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. How are we all this morning? Great, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this new week ahead, for this new work week that you have blessed us with, this new day. This is the day that the Lord has made for each of us. And he daily loads us with his blessings. This is what Psalm 66 says. We thank you, Father, that you have filled us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You are able to make every grace abound towards us. This is what your word says. And being a father, a father that loves, who will not give us a scorpion when we ask for an egg, we expect all those blessings. We thank you, Father, for your love. We thank you for your mercy that you renew for us this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you call us to be with you. We are here to give you glory, to give you honor, and to offer the first fruits of this fresh lease of time that you give into our lives this day. In thanksgiving, we come to you, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you fill us with your peace and with your joy. That which only you can give and what you give, no one can take away. So that even though there are many burdens and baggages that have been carried forward into this new week with us, we are able to leave those aside now and come and meet you on the mount. To speak with you, to hear from you, to learn from you, to receive from you. To drink from you and be filled by your presence. That we are able to carry that with us back through this day and through this week. To walk with you in the light. And that same peace and joy, Father, we share with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this prayer group. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray. We share it with all Christians that have not yet encountered you personally to experience that presence and transformation that it brings. And we share it with all those that have willfully gone away from you. And yet your heart yearns for them to come back to you, your children. And we pray for them, Father. We ask of you to quicken them that they might turn towards you, that every veil, every lie before their eyes be torn apart. Your glory and the truth be revealed. That truth, let it set them free, Father. So as we make our prayer today, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the one who is ever faithful, the one who is the lifter of men, the God who honors faith, the one who is our strong tower, our shield, And we pray in the name of Jesus, the rock, our foundation, the one who taught us faith, the word himself who became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of this bread of life, 
the spirit of life, the spirit of light. The one who is our counselor, our advocate. The one who prays on our behalf, intercedes for us. The same spirit of who of Jesus, who raised Jesus from the dead and now gives life to our mortal bodies. The one who heals our backsliding. The one who is ever willing to pull us out of the pit, to convict us of our mistakes, but never point a finger and condemn. Condemnation only comes from the devil. Romans 8 one says, now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And this is what the Holy Spirit reminds us. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your Son and the gift of your Spirit, with the gift of angels, with the gift of every resource that you make available from heaven, Father, that we shall not be found lacking, but we shall have abundance in every way. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with family, with friends, with destiny helpers, with angels. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with food on our table and it is you who established the work of our hands. We thank you, Father, that you gave of yourself and never held back. And all that you want is for us to be givers just like you. We thank you, Lord, that you have plans for us. Lands of abundance and dominion and not for harm to come in our way. And today, we reflect on what does Satan really want? Why is he attacking people? Is it their health, their ministry, their businesses, their jobs? And he has been doing that since the time of Adam and, and even today. It is the same for generations. What is he really after? This is where knowing his intentions and knowing who we are becomes important. And if we do not think from the spiritual realm, we will keep battling in the physical and life will still remain unchanged because that source remains unhindered. To understand that, we must first remember his journey and how he fell. That he was a cherub, an angel of light. But he tried to become like the Most High. He was proud of what he was as compared to the other angels. And we see his five I wills in Isaiah 14, verse 12 to 15. It is that pride that brought his downfall. He lost all that standing and high position that he had before God and was cast down to earth. And then God made man and gave him dominion over the earth. We see that in Genesis 1.28. And that means Satan would have to be under man's rule as long as he was on earth. And so he decided to trick man into stealing his dominion. And we covered that a few days ago on how 
He used deception to fool Adam and Eve. And he was successful at stealing it. However, man was made in the image and likeness of God. And so that jealousy was still there and he had to break that likeness in man by introducing sin. But more importantly, prevent man from rising again to reclaim his dominion that Adam lost. And so the two things he's really looking for in any man are one is dominion and two is transgenerational allegiance. Them pledging their allegiance to him over their generations. And this dominion or authority is the basis of deliverance as well. When we recognize that, that's where we are able to be delivered. That's where a deliverance can be performed. If man submits to Satan by any means, then he will never raise his head up to question or to challenge him. Satan's dominion will stay. If he can get them to commit to their generations, commit their generations to him, then he gains transgenerational allegiance. Do you see why we took the topic of authority of parents over their families yesterday? This is a mistake that many people make where just to get a small gain in this life, they go to sorcerers or witches and commit the destiny of their generations down the line. Satan can turn up the pressure on people through tough situations and then suggest through a friend or even a family member at times to go to a herbalist, to go to a witch doctor or similar people who in that instance seem like the only ones who can provide a solution while thinking emotionally, not from the spirit, while thinking emotionally in trying to secure themselves and maybe even their next generation, which they think they are saving them. People can commit their family and their generations to a covenant made with the demonic through that witch doctor. And this is one of the ways how generational curses work. This is one of the ways how transgenerational allegiance is secured. And those future generations will somehow remain oppressed and suppressed and will not know why. But it is because of that commit, that covenant made by their ancestor. This is one of the ways of generational curses. The other one being the curse of disobeying the law, the curse of the law. This is how witchcraft, divination and sorcery also work. They work with your permission. And they are means to get men to submit to Satan's authority by promising them some small relief in return or alternatively by using some other mechanism of gaining permission, even if by stealing. He needs the permission of some men in order to bring down some curse on that or another man. And this is how people use witchcraft to affect other people's lives and destinies. All that Satan needs is permission of a man because 
man has dominion over the earth unless any man gives him permission he cannot do anything on earth and if a person doesn't operate from the spirit realm or is ignorant of these things they will continue to suffer and never know why we see this plan in action in matthew chapter 4 when jesus when satan tempted jesus for the third time after he had finished fasting for 40 days and was hungry satan took him up on a high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor and said i will give you all of these if you bow down and worship me i will give you all of these kingdoms allegiance and dominion that is what he was trying to gain there and we see that being enforced during the time of daniel as well when the people were forbidden from praying especially jews were forbidden from praying we also see that in the time of nebuchadnezzar again in the book of daniel when all the people were forced to bow down and worship the image of the king we have seen the same in friday's teaching by sister shani in the powerful teaching on the jezebel spirit the only thing that they want is to have control over man and to keep man under subjection am i saying man i mean all people so that they can never rise against him he attacks their health their finances and their time but it doesn't really need your health or your money not even your job they are all useless to him the day you start realizing your authority in the earth realm and become a scripture praying faith filled christian who exercises his authority that's when stage satan starts to become interested in that person so his aim to his aim is to keep you from knowing that truth and understanding how to use it because when you stake your claim over your property which is earth you put your perimeter around it any trespasser on a private property that belongs to you must leave when you ask them to leave the same rule applies here as well and when you know it you become a threat to him he is no longer a threat to you now this is what jesus said in john 8 verse 32 you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free now what does that truth do it shows you your identity in christ it shows you the power a praying christian can carry it shows you the authority that you carry in that dominion that god has given you over the earth and how you can exercise it but a prayerless christian is powerless an ignorant christian is also powerless and so satan seeks to keep you busy and ignorant of the truth busy by keeping people poor in financial struggles and all other forms of busyness in the flesh enjoying a fleshly life and not connecting in the spirit 
even through work, even through family matters, so that people do not have time to pray. And he keeps people ignorant by keeping them away from the Bible, away from knowing this truth. Many have remained as atheists, as non-believers or even secular-minded. He doesn't mind them going to church or even in prayer groups as long as the truth in the Bible remains hidden. The truth about their authority remains hidden from them. Like it or not, this is already happening to you. You have been under attack since the day you were born. So what are you going to do about it? Will you continue to remain marginalized and remain oppressed? Or will you open your eyes to the truth? This is a decision each one must make. This is why reading the Bible becomes important. Understanding who we are and how to use the power, the principles, the promises of God given there. To exercise our abundance and our dominion. And if you decide enough is enough, then you must study your Bible. You must submit to God and start resisting the devil. Father, in the name of Jesus, this is our prayer as well today. That your people are quickened in the spirit. And we are awakened in the spirit to see the truth that you want to tell us through your word, through your spirit. And help us stand on that truth. Which when we understand it becomes a rock. The word becoming our rock. And we are able to build our home, our Christian faith on it. So that the floods, the rain or the wind, no matter any kind of storm that the enemy sends against us. Through that faith standing on this rock, we are able to remain unmoved. We ask for that edification in our spirit, Lord. Not just to remain unmoved, but take the offensive to the enemy through spiritual warfare, which every Christian is called to battle. And we fight with an understanding. We fight with wisdom. We fight with the presence of our God, our King, our Maker with us. We can never lose that battle when we do that. We ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirits this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. For those, all those requests that have been mentioned on our prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Especially the COVID disease. For all those that are hospitalized this day, those that will undergo surgery today, whichever part of the world they may be, we thank you, Father, that it is by the stripes and wounds of Jesus and the anointing of your Holy Spirit, they are freed, they are healed, and they are made whole. We thank you for that miracle, Lord, today. We pray for all families that are battling all kinds of forces seeking to separate them. through divorce, through violence, through infidelity, through all kinds of misunderstandings that create arguments where the enemy seeks to steal the peace from that home, the love that they share. 
we invite you, Lord, into that situation. For you are love. When the Most High enters in, the Most Low has to leave. We command them to leave right now in the name and the authority of Jesus. We cover each of these families as well as every family that is part of the Brisbane Prayer Group by your precious blood, Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over every circumstance that they are challenged in. And we ask you, Lord, to take over. We surrender and submit these lives to you. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, in your plans for your people, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, from pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection over each of these, every single life in each of these homes in the name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. Any kind of strongholds, addictions, compulsive behaviors, any stubborn mindsets, any mental diseases. I curse the spiritual source, that stronghold, in the name of Jesus. We bind it and we command it to be uprooted completely from their life, be planted into the sea. Never to return to them anymore in the name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to fill them with your spirit, to anoint their lives with that yoke-breaking anointing, that they are able to rise above it, that house swept clean is made filled with your presence, through your word, through your spirit. We pray also for all those that are battling financial challenges that are seeking new jobs. All those that will attend job interviews this day. All those Lord, that are challenged in their finances and are struggling at paying their bills. We ask for few as our provider, as our shepherd. To provide all their needs in accordance with your riches. I prophesy a creation of new job opportunities for them, new business ideas, new income streams, Lord. And I command the angels that you have given charge over them to bring these opportunities and connect them with these, the children of your inheritance. We declare abundance over their lives that when the Lord is their shepherd, they shall lack nothing. Let that truth be enforced in their life this day. Your plans that you have for them, Lord, to plans to prosper them, and to give them an expected end. Let those plans be brought to fruition in the name of Jesus. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. We pray in a special way for all those members of our family and our friend circle. That have not yet been saved, that have not yet received their salvation.
quicken them, O Father, and they shall call on your name and be delivered. We also raise our own personal needs this day, Father. We now connect with you in our spirit to pray in the gift that you have given us. So that when we pray in the spirit, the heavens above us are always open. And Father, from heaven, you hear us. You heal our land. You fill us with every grace that is needed to fulfill an answer, to produce that miracle. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we make this a prayer of agreement. And those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release your tongue and your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakada, <laughs> <laughs> 
In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture I've been given today is 2 Corinthians 4, 3 to 6. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled only to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the likeness of God. For what we preach is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. If anyone else is receiving a word from the Lord, please feel free to share it in the chat or you can unmute and speak. We have one verse that has been shared in the chat and this is from 1 John chapter 1 verse 7 where it is written, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. As we were praying, I seen a vision of a lantern of light uh, flying above. And I sense as of the Lord telling um, that he's our guiding light. And the word of God that uh, came upon me was on Psalms 119105. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I also saw a light, um, like from the bulb, but I did not receive any word, but uh, I saw the, the light coming on. And it was a bit scary for me because I was like, oh my gosh, what's that? But then after it went off, it didn't go off, but it was like shining. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. 
We have two more scriptures as well that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from Psalm 32, verse 7, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Amen, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for being our hiding place. And a second scripture shared there is from Ephesians 4, verse 26 to 31, where it is written, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work doing something useful with their own hands, that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your confirmations, your revelations of light. That you are willing to put your light into our hearts. That all darkness might be removed from there. Even a small amount of light can dispel darkness. And you are shining it even more brighter with each passing day. Filling us with your spirit. We walk in submission to you, Father. We stay connected with you. So that as you are doing that new thing in our lives, we experience that transformation by staying connected with you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. Fill us with that grace for obedience, Lord. And the grace for boldness to choose that obedience over any form of rebellion being suggested to us. So that when we obey your word and your will, and when we walk in your light with you, we can give Satan, the devil, no foothold. We thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn carry the gospel and our testimony and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone.
Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, brother Russell. Thank you, Russell. And all of you, God bless. God bless. Thank you, Russell, and everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.